Disease. Disease. This ease. The lack of ease. Have you ever just thought about the word disease? By definition, it is a disorder of structure or function in a human, animal, or plant, especially one that produces specific symptoms or that affects a specific location and is not simply a direct result of physical injury. According to this definition, diseases can be things like the common cold, headaches, or even stupidity. Let the last one sink in next time you want to insult a stupid person. And on the topic of diseases, yeah, diseases? Yeah, diseases. Another one is the no longer novel coronavirus, which at this point, we're all pretty tired of. But there's a lot to be grateful for. For one, you're alive. And people have a habit of not being thankful for things that they see as a given, like breathing. Because once upon a time, the communication networks, modern technology, and health practices that made us able to keep track of the spread of this pandemic and prevent many, many more deaths did not exist. In addition to that, a certain scientific theory misled people for millennia. Now I'm going to take you back to such times on today's episode. Hello there, I'm Bio, and you're now listening to What a Joke. Please take note that continued listening may result in one or more of the following. Involuntary and unrestrained laughter, learning new things, enjoyment, being offended, and falling in love. And most importantly, always remember, don't take everything you hear on here too seriously. I want you to imagine this all happened over a century ago. Imagine it happened when the miasma theory was still a thing. You're probably wondering what the miasma theory is, Abby. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Also called the miasmatic theory, it is an obsolete medical theory that held that diseases such as cholera, chlamydia, or the Black Death were caused by a miasma, which in ancient Greek means pollution. Specifically, air pollution. Yes, before the mid-19th century, people wholeheartedly believed that contagious diseases were spread by bad air. Now, according to the theories which have obviously been debunked, I started watching Friends recently and Chandler is a big influence. Different miasma caused different diseases. For example, epidemics were supposedly caused by miasma emanating from rotting organic matter, which kind of, you, you could see why it would make sense. But then, <laughs> I saw this other one and it sent me absolutely howling. Though miasma theory is typically associated with, you know, the spread of contagious diseases, some academics in the early 19th century suggested that the theory extended to other conditions as well. For example... One could become obese by inhaling the odor of food. Oh heavens, you're so fat. I know. However, I'm not to blame. Just the miasma. Oh, you're very fortunate, you know. My cousin had miasma and she died. That's positively preposterous. Oh, was she fat? Oh no, God forbid. N no offense. Here's another fun fact. The origin of the word malaria actually comes from miasma. Malaria is medieval Italian for bad air, you know. Malaria. And I just had me picture. Doctor, what malady has befallen my poor boy? 
Mrs. Giovanni. Your son has malaria. No! <laughs> Such a stupid boy. I told him not to breathe while we were at his aunt's house. My brother's sister. She doesn't clean. And things would have only continued like this for God knows how long. If not for one man. And his name? Jon Snow. Yes, I said Jon Snow. No, I'm not referring to the man that got a dragon killed, got himself killed, got a lot of his soldiers killed, killed his one true love after deciding that spending the rest of their lives in a beautiful cave was far worse than going off to war, and last but not least, in this tiny rant, performed coitus with his auntie and then killed her. For whatever reasons, good or bad. No, not that Jon Snow. I'm referring to Jon Snow, with an H. This is the man that single-handedly challenged the miasmatic theory and is referred to as one of the founders of modern epidemiology. Side note, that is the branch of knowledge which deals with the incidence, distribution, possible control of diseases and other factors relating to health. I read up on this guy and I was utterly impressed. Guy was like a medical Sherlock Holmes. My dear Watson, it's elementary. During the cholera epidemic of 1854, there's been a lot of epidemics though, Snow traced high mortality rates among the citizens of Soho to a water pump in Broad Street. I can imagine this guy with like a magnifying glass and moving up and down. Now, Broad Street is not to be confused with Broadway, which is actually gotten from an old Dutch word meaning discount electronics. Go figure. So it takes you on. Snow convinced the local government to remove the pump handle, which resulted in a marked decrease in cases of cholera in the area. This guy did a lot of research. He had the statistical data. He submitted papers on his germ theory, saying that cholera was caused by contaminated water and not foul air. But that's when his village people stepped in. A review committee said his findings were not significant enough to warrant a change. And there were background forces because there were parties that definitely would have had issues if this thing caught on. For example, the water companies and the civic authorities that pumped water directly from contaminated sources because God forbid that people would want to drink clean water. It would mean that these organizations would have to change their sources and spend a lot of money. (laughs) Effondry. In 1857, a man by the name of William Farr, by the way, big fan of the miasma theory, issued a report against the germ theory along with the review committee. After careful inquiry, we see no reason to adopt this belief. We do not feel it established that the water was contaminated in the matter alleged, nor is there before us any sufficient evidence to show whether inhabitants of that district drinking from that well suffered in proportion more than other inhabitants of the district who drank from other sources. William Farr, by the way, was an epidemiologist as well and is regarded as one of the founders of medical statistics. See how this guy killed Ishanu. It wasn't until eight years after Jon Snow died, I'm, I'm having so much fun saying that, that name, <laughs> that William Farr publicly acknowledged that the miasma theory on the transmission of cholera was wrong. 
by his statistical justification on the death rate. Jon Snow died at a young age of 45, suffered a stroke, and he didn't recover. So six days later, after hearing all this, I want you to really picture living in a time like that, but maybe with the coronavirus. Best example in the time period would be the 1918 influenza pandemic. The virus was often called the Spanish flu, even though it didn't originate in Spanish. wonder why. It is, without a doubt, the most deadly pandemic in recent history. Killed 20 to 50 million people and lasted like one to two years. But the Spanish flu isn't even like the OG of pandemics. Because when you, when you think about the greatest of all time, you're thinking about the Black Plague. Just hearing the name makes you shudder. Like this is, this is the big daddy of pandemics. It killed an estimated number of 75 to 200 million people. If it happened today, though, I think what would have killed people faster isn't the disease itself, but just the thought of what was causing it, or rather what was spreading it. For those of you in the audience that do not know, the Black Plague, aka the Pestilence, aka the Black Death, aka Big Daddy Pandemic, was transmitted by rats. I played a game in 2019 set in that era, and you cannot begin to picture the multitude of rats I saw. Like, I don't have musophobia, but me safe had a jump. But they were they were really out here believing that it was air, bad air causing all of this. Oh well. Fun fact, the Black Plague began in 1328, three years after the Great Battle of Zappolino. If you don't know what that is, then you need to listen to my podcast episode on the War of the Bucket. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the end. If you liked it or not, please share with your friends, family, enemies, and total strangers in any way you can. Help share the humor. It would also mean a lot if you could subscribe to this show on the official Jamet platform. And I'd love to respond to your comments on the official Jamet Twitter page at Jamet FM under the post for this episode. Tune in next Monday for another episode because really, you can't make this stuff up.